0: Hello. Welcome to the first episode of the Inner Renaissance. I'm your host, Ren, or Lauren, if you like. This podcast, you're probably wondering what the heck it's about. Well, Renaissance not only has my name in it, but it also means rebirth. So this is all about the inner rebirth, challenging the beliefs we hold about ourselves, the beliefs we hold about the world just being curious together and expanding our knowledge. We're going to focus a lot on personal development, growth, spirituality, all those amazing divine topics. So I hope you stay with me and we can build this relationship, you and me, yeah, to a deep level. So this first episode is all about habits. Habits are really such a fundamental aspect of our lives, Um, habits I feel like are sort of the groundwork for so much of what happens to us and how we feel about living. And because it is so fundamental, and people obviously realize that, it's such a like trigger word so popular in today's society. Habits, habit building, what are good habits? But there is so much information out there Too much information, in my opinion. I feel like it's just overwhelming at this point and makes a lot of people feel worse about their own lives, actually. There's so much supposed to be doing, have to be doing. This is what successful people do. And I just kind of want to break away from that. I want to break it down and personalize it for you or help you personalize your life for you help you find the habits that are going to have the biggest impact on your life, and help you reach a point that you want to be at. Because what everybody else is saying, all successful people do, that is just not the case, right? To be successful, you need to know what works for you, not do what everybody else is doing. Personally, I have figured this out over time. Um, There are so many sources out there that say you need to do 20 very specific habits and they will make you successful, which is pretty ridiculous. Me, I have figured out four, just four, major habits that have severely changed my life in such a high-value way that any additional habits that I... Uh, Include into my future life, right? Would just increase my happiness maybe less than a percent. They're like icing on the cake, right? It's like the moneyness happiness principle where moneyness does make you happier to a certain amount, and then anything above that is kind of just extra. Not bad, but not adding that much value to your life. So I want to go through the four habits that I have found to have the most impact on my life. I'm going to talk about why they don't have to and may not work for you, and then what you need to focus on to find what will. So I do these following four habits. I do journaling, I do meditating, I do reading, and I participate in movement or dun-dun-dun, exercise. So, those are the four habits that have had the biggest impact on my life. Now, these four habits are kind of very popular. These are what successful people do habits, you know what I mean? That being said, these aren't the exact habits that all of you need to do to receive the same benefits. And the benefits are really what we're talking about, right? Like, you aren't doing habits just to do them, right? You want the value and the happiness boost and all the amazing things that come from the benefit, or come from the habits, right? Not the actual habit itself if it's not bringing those same rewards. So, the key here is to focus on what each of these habits does for me, and then think about that. Think about The reward. Think about the benefit. Think about the value because that's what you're trying to get to. If maybe reading is something that's really hard for you, you can't, you have trouble comprehending what you're reading, you have trouble really getting a lot out of reading, that habit is not going to give you the same benefits it gives me. But there are other things out there that will. And like I said, that's what habits are all about. So I'm going to go through each of these four habits, tell you what I get out of those habits, um, tell you why those are good things to get out of habits, and then maybe suggest some other things that can bring those benefits into your life if the habits that I just listed do not sound appealing to you. So first up on the list was journaling, I think. (laughs) Maybe I didn't say it first, but we're just going in this order, right? Stick with me here. So journaling brings into my life self-exploration or self-awareness a way to explore myself my past who I am and to reflect on my life so those are the things that you want to be looking for in one of your habits you need a way to explore the self explore who you are explore your own life And actually take time to reflect on and experience it internally. This is the inner renaissance, right? (laughs) So, self-exploration, majorly important. But why? Why is it important? Don't worry, I will let you know. So, self-exploration helps build a lot of things. Builds your self-awareness and your self-regulation. So, self-awareness is important because that helps you understand your strengths and your weaknesses and your emotions, your values, what motivates you, the goals you want to achieve, and helps you recognize the impact all of these aspects of yourself have on other people around you. Whereas self-regulation is really important because it involves the ability to control your negative or distracting emotions and temptations and impulses and then adapt yourself so journaling for me has helped me become way better at adapting to changing situations and changing circumstances also in the realm of self-exploration it helps to become way clearer on your goals and your values which will lead you to make better decisions and decisions are so powerful that is the next episode actually is all about the power of decisions um, and helps you build upon your strengths and work on your weaknesses. Especially journaling as a habit enables us to look at our own lives through sort of a lens that is outside of ourselves, which helps us become way better at analyzing ourselves and becoming aware of so many of the things that we're doing. A lot of what journaling is, is calling attention to patterns, especially the type of journaling I do, which is stream of consciousness and just how I'm feeling, what I'm doing, what I'm planning on doing, what I did. It just calls to attention so many of the patterns in your life. And you realize so many things by analyzing your own processing and your own thinking and you can pick out things that come up again and again and it creates accountability in those aspects as well because you're telling yourself you want to do this thing again and again and again every day the chances of you doing it are so much higher you know what i mean so journaling overall just i feel like is a great habit for personal development and self-growth just coming to know yourself and the more you know yourself I feel like knowing yourself is the precursor to loving yourself and loving yourself is the precursor to having a loving world. I feel like it really is that important to spend the time getting to know yourself and exploring your desires and your life and everything that makes you, you. But like I said, journaling is not what I'm here to tell you to do. What I'm here to tell you to do is to find a way to explore yourself. One way you could do this is through a audio situation like this, right? You could maybe do a podcast and then don't release it. Or maybe make a podcast all about uncovering yourself and just talk to yourself for hours every week. Which I guess is what I'm doing but I have actual plans and it's not completely rambling, even though it might sound like it. I promise I'll get better. This is the first one. But, but um, you, that is another way to do it. You don't have to journal. Maybe you don't like writing. Maybe you just prefer to talk. Another way that you can talk is by going to something like therapy. I know... It might sound strange to you, but therapy can also be considered a habit, right? Just like going to the gym, just because other things and people are involved doesn't mean it's not a habit. You know what I mean? And going to therapy is a great way that I know a lot of people explore their past and uncover their traumas and get to know themselves. So if you're interested in that, you can always give that a try. And then within the journaling space, there's so many different types of journaling. So like I said, I do stream of consciousness journaling. Um, It's based off the morning pages, which is an activity in this book called The Artist's Way, I believe. And it's an amazing book. Highly recommend it. Um, But this activity is in that book. And that's what I like to do. But there are so many other ways to journal. You could do a more intentional diary. You could do prompt journaling. You could do picture journaling journaling through drawing Um, maybe you just prefer pictures to words like i said there is so much out there um and so the main point here is to find something that helps you reflect on your own being number two on the list we are talking about reading what does reading bring to me i'll tell you it brings knowledge It brings new knowledge into my life. It brings mind expansion, brain expansion, builds my curiosity, and allows me to continue to be a student of life. And this is with fiction, too. This isn't just nonfiction reading, even though that is most of what I do. Fiction offers so many opportunities as well to gain new knowledge and to expand your mind. So, mainly, the point of this is if we are not expanding our minds, if we are not growing, if we are not learning, then we are unlearning. We are shrinking our minds. Our mind is not just going to stay put, okay? If we are not learning, we're getting dumber, basically. (laughs) So, it's really important to keep your brain sharp, especially as we get older. You do not... Want to have a dull brain in your elder years. (laughs) You know what I mean? And reading and building our knowledge is an amazing way to do this. To help keep our minds sharp. To help us continue to learn and not regress. And to stay sort of up to date with the thoughts of the world. But also realize that... We still hella relate to what a bunch of people in the 18th century were talking about. So not only does it bring mind expansion, but it also brings connection in a very isolated way, obviously. But it does allow us to relate to humanity in general. I feel like literature lasts for so long. There are like serious classics in that world And it just reminds us that we're all connected. We are all human, you know? So it also brings that. But the main thing is mind expansion. And the main benefit to that is not getting dumber. (laughs) And reading specifically helps people reduce stress, helps their memory, helps improve focus, helps improve their writing skills, So many benefits, but I realize reading isn't for everybody, right? That's what we're talking about. I know some people, I know personally some people who have a really hard time reading and comprehending what the heck the words are talking about. And that might be you. So you might dread when people say that every successful person has to read. Oh, that's just so not true. What you do have to do is find ways to learn, so maybe reading's not for you podcasts hello obviously you're listening already so you might like podcasts there is so much knowledge in the podcast world also the internet is crazy there are so many videos documentaries shows articles websites i mean just so much information honestly it's overwhelming but there's so many different places you can learn online you can listen to audiobooks you can take online courses. It's crazy what's out there. So you don't have to read every night, but you should try and continue to learn every day. Number three is the ever talked about meditation. This is one of those habits that is surrounded by a lot of hype. I know. But personally, obviously, because I do it and I like it, I think it has earned the hype that it's gotten. I think it is so, so influential. But what is it about meditation that is benefiting me? One, it brings me mental clarity and peace of mind. Two, it brings me joy, And it also acts as a spiritual practice of sorts. So, personally, I feel like meditation has had the biggest impact on my life. I have felt the most joy I've ever felt in meditative states as well as the most calm. And I feel like it's very important that we have habits that connect us to a higher self or a higher universe God, whatever you are calling the source of life, (laughs) Um, but having some sort of practice that reminds us of the universe, of all that space out there, and of our highest self. This is the inner renaissance. We're talking about the inside, what is inside of us, which is much higher and greater than... What is outside of us, (laughs) to put it frankly? So there are benefits to meditation. Obviously, so many. I'm sure you've heard a lot of them already because, like I said, this is talked about all the time. It improves stress levels, helps with anxiety, helps with your mental health, emotional well-being. It also increases self-awareness, just like I talked about with journaling, but in this case, more of a inner awareness, a higher self-awareness. Whereas journaling is much more focused on the external self. It also helps with your attention span, lengthens it. Helps with memory, makes you kinder, more loving. It can help with addiction or sleep issues. As well as even pain and high blood pressure. And so many um, inner workings as well as outer Issues, right, in the health realm. So, what else can bring calm and joy and clarity and spirituality into your life? So, really, I feel like meditation is really the one here. And I said I wasn't going to say that, but I'm saying it. But I feel like so many people have so many limited beliefs when it comes to meditation, there are so many ways to meditate, infinite ways to meditate. Okay. You are not just always sitting still clearing your mind, right? There are guided meditations, mantra meditations. There are walking meditations. You can do yoga and meditate. You can do visualization and affirmation meditations. You can do, um, you can do darkness meditations. You can do breathing meditations, counting medit Like, oh my god, there are so many. There are so many. And I guarantee there's one out there that will work for you. But obviously finding that one takes some time. So before you just start looking willy-nilly, maybe think about if you don't like meditation, what it is you don't like. Do you not like sitting still? Look into moving meditations. Do you not like The pressure to stop thinking, you find it really hard to do that. Look into more awareness meditations or body meditations or more focused meditations where you're not ceasing thought, but you are focusing thought or just being aware of your thought. So think about it. Look into a meditation that might work for you. And I would say give it a go and keep at it. Meditation takes practice, let me tell you. And start small and build from there. Don't go for an hour right away. That is (laughs) probably not realistic and will probably burn you out and frustrate you more than anything. But if you have any other ideas of different habits that bring calm and clarity and joy And also maybe a spiritual aspect into your life. I would be really interested to hear. So um, maybe you can go on my YouTube channel or Instagram and let me know. But for me, from me to you, I would say look into meditation. And try out ones that you think might work for you. Last on the list is movement. Another dreaded habit for many people um, avoiding the word exercise at all costs here. I don't know if you can tell, but movement by movement, I mean exercise. <laughs> what does exercise bring into my life? Well, I think it's pretty self explanatory. It brings health into my life, not only physical, but mental as well. You probably have heard all about all the physical benefits of moving your body. And you've probably heard a little bit about the mental benefits of moving your body, but seriously, keeping a healthy and fit body will make your mind healthier and more clear and improve your overall life. When you have more energy, when you have more mobile ability, when you have more self confidence, I feel like damn, like taking care of your health is crazy important. Especially, again, as you get older. What you do now matters. So, take care of yourself. Your body is seriously, like, a huge factor in how much you enjoy your life and your time on earth. And how healthy your body is. I mean, it's crazy important. It's crazy important. And we deserve to take care of our bodies, and our bodies deserve to be taken care of. We are worth a healthy body. We are worthy of a health-filled life, you know, and not making our life harder than it has to be by neglecting our health. So obviously, my habit here is movement. I'm not really talking about diet here today, but what you eat is obviously majorly... Important, just like everything I'm talking about, is majorly obviously important. And I hate the word obviously, and I'm sorry I'm using it so much. Ah, I got to stop that. But it is important. What you eat is very, very important. But movement, personally, for me, I feel like has a bigger impact on my mental health, even though diet might affect my physical appearance more. Because I feel like something about moving my body just increases my confidence makes me feel stronger physically but like stronger emotionally as well it's it's really connected y'all i'm telling you mind and body oneness legit but seriously what are the benefits to a healthy lifestyle what are the benefits to exercising your lifespan increases some of you might not be too thrilled about that right now hopefully you are though and by incorporating habits that address all these things hopefully you become happy about that Because when you enjoy your life, you want it to last, right? Also decreases many, many diseases. Talking about mental health, decreases anxiety and depression. Helps you maintain a healthy weight. Builds self-confidence. Helps you sleep better. And also, better sex. I don't know why I said it like that. (laughs) But... All very important things in a enjoyable, healthy life. So, again, movement and diet are really the two ways to look after your health. Um, and I don't mean diet like fad diets. Those are not healthy. PSA, just eating whole living foods is the healthiest diet. So, before you just ignore this completely, there are so many different ways to move your body. Guys, seriously, just like meditation, I feel like there are infinite ways to move your body. Y'all can bike. Y'all can run. Y'all can swim. Y'all can hike. Y'all can walk. Y'all can lift weights. You can do yoga. You can dance. You can canoe. You can ski. You can surf. You can Do so many things. And I guarantee there is something out there that you will like to do. And if you're at a very unhealthy point right now, don't beat yourself up about it. Don't be hard on yourself about it because that is going to create probably some toxic habits in your journey to health. And we don't want that. We just want thriving, flourishing, beautiful habits. None of the toxic bullshit. So, take it slow. Take it at your own pace. And remember, you're doing this for you. You want to live a long and healthy and happy life. You want to feel good and energized every morning. Right? I hope so. I want that for you. So those are my four habits. And again, let me recap what they bring into my life, right? So journaling, self-exploration, and reflection. Reading, mind expansion, and growth. Meditation, clarity, joy, and calm. And moving, health, and energy, and all that good stuff. So those four benefits are really the point. Those are the things that I feel like you need to have a thriving, beautiful, abundant life. And then after you get those four things down, whatever you choose to receive those benefits through, you can add other benefits or other habits, I mean, onto them as, you know, some icing on that beautiful cake you just cooked. And maybe you can see that some of them overlap and you can find even less habits to address all four of these benefits. But I would say, I do think the small overlap that exists between these habits and their benefits is good because it reinforces what you're trying to do and you're not dependent on any one habit overall to make you happy, right? And I'm not perfect. Nobody is. I guarantee nobody, maybe 1% of the world, does all of the habits they want to do every single day. So don't beat yourself up if you miss a day. Just do it the next day. Okay? I don't do these all every day even though I would love to. Even though they have this huge impact on my life. I'm just not perfect. I don't do that, right? And so don't expect, well, maybe expect it. You want high expectations, but it's okay if you mess up, right? We're not here to put ourselves down. Hell nah. Fuck no, baby. You can check out my music on Spotify now. Yes, yes. <laughs> so again, I feel like these habits cover all of the things needed. For a good life and can be done in so many ways so i never get bored I can l- listen to my intuition still I feel less pressure less guilt like I was talking about if I miss a day and I try not to place any sort of rules on time limits or page limits or whatever I really just try and do something some of it every day Because I find those limits on like, I have to read this many pages, I have to meditate this many minutes, can be a barrier to even reading or meditating at all. So I try not to do anything with that kind of stuff, but just try and do what I can. And just have in the back of my mind that I want to improve and I do want to because I actually enjoy these habits and I can see and feel the benefits And so having in the back of my mind that I do want to maybe read more, meditate longer and just working on that slowly, but also realizing it's not a linear growth. If I meditate for an hour on Sunday and then on Monday, I only have 10 minutes. That's fine, right? (laughs) Like it's not like I meditate for an hour on Sunday and then Monday I have to do an hour and a half. That's not going to happen. So just realize your growth is probably not going to be linear, and that's also okay. So I hope that you have received some benefit from this podcast. I certainly enjoyed recording it. I enjoyed talking to you. Um, There will be more every week. Um, I also uploaded a YouTube video about these four habits. If you want to watch that, um, you can check it out. So thank you so much for listening. I hope this has helped you get closer to the life that you want. If you liked this and didn't think it was a total waste of time, if you got even anything out of it, please leave a review. Please leave a review for me. (laughs) I would really greatly appreciate it. And next week we'll be talking about the power of deciding. Yes, decisions. They are important. And the power of a little healthy competition. So I will see you then. Everything you need to know about me is on my website, but my website isn't out till next week. So you can go to my Instagram, which is shepherd underscore Lauren, S H E P H E R D underscore L A U R E N. And you can find my website will be linked there after next week. And then you can find all my YouTube channels, just two of them, all of them, so many, <laughs> and my music as well, and I take some pretty good pics, so I'd 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 follow me, and I will see you next week. Thank you. Leave a review.